0: Hello everyone, this is John. Thank you for dropping by my YouTube and podcast, Catholic for Rednecks. If you're interested in becoming Catholic or learning about the faith, if you're just curious or intrigued or maybe looking for some junk, you have found the right place because I love to do videos, podcasts about the Holy Catholic Church. I was born and raised Southern Baptist in the great state of Alabama. And all, uh, I'm just a redneck, but uh, I was born and raised in a different church than I'm in now. I even went to seminary out in Oklahoma, and uh, I spent 50 years in Baptist Pentecostal churches and found myself wanting to be a Catholic. Come on in, listen. Hello there, everybody. This is John with Catholic Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by my humble YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook channel. Man, I'm trying to get this right. I'll be glad when the funding comes in to have my proper studio. How's that look? Okay. Today, before I get going, if you want to follow along with my YouTube today entitled is Smoking and Drinking a Sin, you might want to grab your catechism, catechism of the Catholic Church. The word catechism is Greek for teaching. If you want to know what the Catholic Church teaches, catechism, then right here. I have the Bible, something a lot of Catholics have never held in their hands because in the Catholic Church, you have a missile or something like that in the pew. And they do the... Hey, ladies, you coming here to join my show? Yes, sir. My son just walked in on me to disturb me going through the freezer and getting ice and all that stuff. You want to come sit with me? Yes, sir. Okay, so... um. Anyhow, a lot of Catholics never get one of these Bibles. This is the first Catholic Bible I bought. I bought it up at Albuquerque up there in Coleman, Alabama. And man, this really sucks. The lighting in here, and it's the same as I've been doing, but that's all I, that's all I got right now. I kind of want to do it. I apologize for the redneckness of my studio. But anyhow... Catholic Church, you go to church, you don't have to tote your Bible. And uh, you get in there, and in the pew, they have a little thingy and they have the date for today's uh, Mass. And you look up the date, and it's got all the scripture readings in there. There's the Old Testament, uh, a psalm that you sing, there's an epistle, and then there's the gospel. And when they read the gospel, you stand up. We don't sit on our rear ends when they're quoting Jesus. So a lot of Catholics I know, and I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of Protestants, Catholics and Protestants both, uh, most of them have never read this Bible straight through, not one time in their whole life. And most, hey, why? Hey, Jordan from South Dakota, most Catholics have never read any of these books, the Bible, Forty catechism in their whole life; they never have read them, and I think that's a shame. So anyhow, I'll talk about. Um, before I get going, I am a real estate agent. I work for a company called Exit Royal Realty. Uh, I think we're out of Toronto. We're everywhere, but uh, I'm in Chelsea, Alabama. If you want to grab a map, hey Joshua, I'm in Chelsea, Alabama, on Highway 280. Now, a lot of people. Uh, Watch EWTN, and uh, smoking and drinking sounds fun. A lot of people watch, EW, Catholics watch EWTN, and there's a lot. I used to work there, and there's a lot. They have a live mass every morning, and 11 million people a day watch that live mass. And a lot of those people that sit there in the studio audience moved to Irondale, Alabama, just to live by. EWTN and go to Mass every day and be around EWTN. Hey, Bill, how close is Chelsea to Pensacola? It's about a four and a half hour drive on the interstate. Hey, woman at the well. And uh, so people have moved from all over the country, all over the world really, to live near where Mother Angelica's place was, EWTN. And then those of you in the know, hey, from North Carolina, I'm a Protestant ATM thinking about RCI rca uh a what is a, uh atm and what part of north carolina my family is from north carolina hinky punk so anyhow uh, mother angelica also was able to get some land near Huntsville, alabama upon it which she built a gigantic cathedral that looks like saint francis uh i see i see i see i don't know how to say it over there in france ridley or, or wherever it is um Big beautiful church. I've been there many, many times. Just gold. It's just oh, it's it's beautiful. And four private people funded that thing. And nothing there is from here. It's all from overseas. There's a crypt there. There's it's a whole campus like a ranch. It's beautiful rolling hills, rivers, cattle, horses. Um, it's called Shrine of the Blessed Sacrament. And I say that, I say this. There are people that want to live there, that want to live. That's where mother's buried. I've been to a crypt many times to pray. But uh there's a um uh, there's houses there and people from around the country and even the world want to live there. So my broker just listed a house right there near the shrine for I think it's 189K, three bedrooms, three baths. And then there's another one down the road by the shrine, five and a half acres, it's 329 K. I'm a realtor. Um, Taylor Marshall scolded me for telling people I was a realtor when he was encouraging people to move to Texas. And uh to he said, if you're a traditional Catholic, move to Texas. I just got on there and said, uh, we'll take you in Alabama too. I'm a real estate agent. I'll help find your house, find your house. And um, I wasn't trying to steal his thunder, like little old me He's gonna steal his thunder, but he, he rebuked me for it and then he deleted me. So uh, let's see, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Southern Miss, Golden Eagles. Uh, it's, only, it's 100 miles north of New Orleans at the moment. Okay, all right. right. I'm An hour from Charlotte, I used to live in in all the Wilson area, Greenville, Wilson and at Camp Lejeune. And I'll shut up. I'll keep talking about here. This stuff on the wall would love to see that. Okay, 189,000. Yeah, because look. I met a guy, I was wearing this, my, my exit realty badge and I met a police officer and we were talking he said, I want to buy a house, but I'm going to wait for the prices to come down. (laughs) That's like saying, uh, I'll go buy some groceries when they get cheaper or I'm going to go buy me a new car when they get, they ain't going down. Okay. They ain't going down. A hundred thousand dollar house right now will be worth three times that much in a few years. They're not going down. This ain't this this freaking sixties, okay? You can find if you want to live by Mother Angelica's place up there in Hansel, and lots of people go there and want to live there. But my when I first started working at Exit, we had a girl. Uh, her name's Tina. I call her Tiny Tina, and she got a call from a family in California wanting to buy a house near the shrine in Hansel. She thought it was a prank. She asked me, because she knew I was Catholic. She said, is there a Catholic shrine in Alabama called the Shrine in Huntsville?" I said, there sure is. She said, I got people from California wanting to buy a house there, sight unseen. It was a family of nine. I said, they ain't kidding. Catholics want to live in Huntsville, Alabama. And so uh, she hooked them up. She sold a house to a family of nine. Uh, right there by mother angelica's and so i know i got two open right now if you're interested in me shoot me a message okay we're going to talk about smoking drinking and tattoos bill okay i'm buying a home for 120k it's hard being 23. man it's wonderful being 23. okay first of all when people ask me questions as a catholic i'm not a priest i have been a seminary i'm a seminary graduate I have some life experiences. I was in the Marine Corps, I was a Birmingham Policeman, and I'm a realtor. But my thing is when somebody asks me if something is a sin, and I don't know right off the bat, I go to my catechism. I go to the back, and I look stuff up. And if it ain't in the back here, and it ain't in here, I don't think it's a sin. Now, there's a lot of priests and experts that have come up with some sins and write books and do YouTubes about them, but they ain't in the catechism and they ain't in the Bible, so I don't really give a brass ass what they want to YouTube about, okay? Uh, smoking is, smoking a sin. If you go to your concordance, you know what a concordance is? It's a book that's got every word in the Bible and it shows you where that scripture is located. And if you look up cigar or cigarette, or tobacco in that concordance. You got one right over there. I don't feel like going to get it. It ain't in there. Okay. Uh, smoking tobacco is something the Native Americans, who really aren't Native Americans, they came here too. Uh-huh. The Native Americans migrated here from other places. So they're not Native here no more than white folks are. As a matter of fact, some archaeologists say that there were peoples here even before the Native Americans. Either way, they grew tobacco. They introduced that to the world. And now the whole half the world's got cancer. Are going to die from cancer. This smoking and sin. Well, let, let me say this. Does it destroy your health? Yes, it does. So you're at least sinning against yourself if you smoke or dip Copenhagen, okay? There are so many catechisms Bill, and I, I hope to remember something to say about that. But um, smoking, I would say, is definitely a sin against yourself and possibly your family. If you smoke around your family, you're affecting their health. If you're riding around in a car, I I, I was raised in an ashtray. My mom chain smoked and smoked in the car, and we didn't know no difference growing up. I mean, everybody smoked in Alabama, and at church, you didn't smoke. They hid it. I remember when the preacher would come over unexpectedly, or one of the deacons, they'd hide, my mom, and grandma, hide, they'd hide those cigarettes as fast as they could. they get the air fresh around, spray the whole house, but uh, smoking will kill your ass. Do you hear me? There ain't no, no doubt about it. If you're a smoker, and keep on living long enough you will have all kinds of issues with your health not only that you'll stink like hell you can't hide it but uh it causes lung disease copd emphysema uh, my mom was on oxygen the last several years of her life she was on a hospice she died of a heart attack uh smoking destroyed her health it costs a lot of money i don't know how much money it is to buy cigarettes these days, I don't know. And I'm not saying that it's a sin against God. It could be if you know damn well you're destroying your body, then I think it was is a sin. I think it's a sin to be a fat ass. When you eat all the time like I do, I think it's a sin. I when I go to confession, I confess to overeating and to gluttony. Um, because I think it's wrong to all. To eat more than you should. And that is a continuous sin I live in. Uh, we neither come in out of Africa. I will say this drunkenness of the mind is dangerous. Okay. Drinking. Drinking. I would say smoking weed. Okay, let's talk about smoking weed. Okay, I want to tell you a story. And I may go long on this one. Just hit record, watch it later. Let me tell you my story about smoking weed. I have never smoked weed in my life, never, not one time, never. But, you know, when they say, but I went to California last October. It was a year ago last month. My oldest son, Lee, was, had just had um, some very um, um evasive surgery, some, uh, some surgery. Present your prayers for him. Went out to California. He used to live in San Francisco. He lives here now. He'd been living in San Francisco for 10 years. Two cigarettes a day is going to kill you eventually. Mouth cancer, throat cancer. There's nothing good about smoking, Bill. I'm so sorry. There's nothing good about it. And and you destroying your health, everyone that loves you and cares about you, you're hurting them too. But don't get mad at me, okay? Don't get mad at me smoking weed. So I get out there and I had lost 10 pounds eating one meal a day. Now I work out every day, but it don't always look like it. So I get out there in California. My wife's already out there. She was there for surgery. I was going to tag out with her to uh, take care of my son Lee while he recovered. So I got out there and I had lost 10 pounds and I felt really good about myself. And I wore this shirt. We're going to go to Palo Alto because I don't know if you've ever heard of Grateful Dead, but that band started uh, just down the street in Palo Alto. I found out where Jerry Garcia from the Grateful Dead, where they would party live, and that was their party house. That's where the band started. That's where they uh, picked their name. So I put on a shirt to go there. And my wife saw me, and she said, you need to change shirts. And I said, why? She said, because that shirt don't fit you. I said, what do you mean it don't fit me? She said, you need a bigger shirt. Well, that made me very mad and uh, hurt my feelings. So, because uh, I thought I was looking pretty good. So, I, you know, your wife would tell you the truth. So, I go out on the patio, and I'm depressed. And I'm really, I'm depressed, and I'm sitting there defeated. And I don't want to go to no damn place now. And I'm I'm out there sulking. Well, my son Lee he heard all the fuss, and he came out there to comfort me. He said, "Dad, please be in a good mood. Please be in a good mood." I said, "I didn't come out here to get fussed at, and dressed, and, and and you know, her practically tell me I'm an FF. You know what an FF is? A fat." So he said, "Dad, I'm going to fix you up." I said, and I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I said, no, I ain't smoking no weed because it's legal out there. And my son used to, he said, no, dad, I ain't talking about smoking weed. So he gets on the telephone and he calls Walgreens or CVS. I forget which one, Walgreens, CVS. And I hear him talking and I'm thinking, I bet he's going to order some weed because it's legal out there. So he calls him up and then he comes out there and sits with me and he's trying to encourage me. And you look good, Dad, and don't ruin this trip, and blah, 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 blah. And then the doorbell rings, and it's the drugstore delivery. It's CBS or Walgreens. I can't remember which. And Lee comes in there, and he's got what looks like a bottle of cough medicine. And I said, what is that? He said, Dad, this is medical-grade, prescription-only, industrial-strength weed. In liquid form, okay, and it looked like grape cough syrup. He said, "Dad, you're out here in California with me. It's legal. You're my dad. You won't smoke weed. I understand. Just do a shot of this for me." And I said, "What the hell?" So he gives me a shot, like a whiskey glass, a shot, and I hit it. I said, "Heck with it. I'm in California. It's legal." So I, I hit a shot of weed. And all They call it Canna Lean, C-A-N-N-A-Dash-L-E-A-N, Google it, Canna And so I took that shot, and I did not feel one damn thing. You know how you'll hit a shot of tequila? And then probably 45 seconds later, you'll feel a little tingling and all. And so I hit that shot, and it did not do any, I didn't feel anything. And after about 10 minutes, he kept saying, Dad, don't you feel anything? I said, I don't feel anything. I said, this stuff is vastly overrated. I said, let's get some tequila. Let's go to the liquor store, get some tequila. I'll do a shot of two or four or five of those. He said, oh, here, Dad, you're, you're a pretty big guy. Let me give you another shot. So he pours another shot, you know, like shot glass. I hit it. I don't feel nothing. I didn't feel a dang thing. So we decided to pile in the car. We're going to go to Palo Alto see Grateful Dead party house. Then we're going to go to this place near Stanford University. Got these cheeseburgers. In the top of a fancy mall, you got to ride three floors up. There's a steakhouse that has these cheeseburgers. Supposed to be, he's been telling me about these cheeseburgers. So we ride in a car. We stop and get some sunglasses at the gas station. Then, oh, I don't feel nothing. He said, Dad, do one more shot. Okay. So he pours me another shot. I hit that shot. So I've had three shots of this stuff. I don't feel nothing. So we pull up to Jerry Garcia's house from Grateful Dead and we get out of the car and we're going to get our picture made together. Well, when we got out of the car, I felt like the back of my legs were numb. And I was th- just thinking, well, I was sitting funny in this car and my legs are numb. I didn't think about nothing of it. So we get our pictures made there in front of Garcia's house, get back in the car, we drive to this restaurant. We get to the restaurant. Got out of the car again. Yeah, my legs are really tingling and my feet are tingling. And I'm like, man, I must be sitting funny. And by the way, that that stuff you've been giving me, I ain't taking no more of it. It's garbage. It don't work. It don't work on me. So we get on the escalator and going up the escalators to the top floor of this nice restaurant. You ever been to Palo Alto? Palo Alto is not a trailer park, okay? It's where you got to be freaking rich to live in Palo Alto. That's where everybody is. Facebook is in Menlo Park, right next to Palo Alto. Zuckerberg lives there. Google is there. YouTube is there. Face everything is, is right there. Stanford University, everything. So um, we get top there. And on, we was riding those escalators, man. And I just started um feeling real woozy and dizzy and everything I got to the top. And I told Lee, I said, Lee, um. Oh, I think this stuff is starting to kick in. I don't even know if I can walk down the escalator. You know how you kind of hold on. And so he walks me down the escalator because I felt like I couldn't do it. Then there's an indoor, I mean, an outdoor patio where everybody's eating. He said, Dad, sit here, wait on me and mom. We're going up there to get the burgers. We'll bring them back and eat out here. While he was gone, it's like I had an outer body experience. Okay. There's these birds up in these trees right there, and they were so loud. It was like Jurassic Park. I started hallucinating. These birds were just rawr, rawr, rawr. and I was looking around at all these people and wondering it, why they weren't freaking out at these birds. I mean, they were loud like a, a movie. And then I said, well, I'm going to check in on Facebook. So I do it as a diary. So I, it took me like a whole minute to pick my phone up and you see how you got your, your screen and everything on there. Um, I I hit Facebook just like this. It took me a long time to find that. And I hit it, you know, my screen pulls up and I promise you everything was floating by this off my phone up in the air. And I was like trying to find, I mean, really, man, I was like slow motion, hallucinating every cell in my body was like buzzing and vibrating i mean i was really bad off and i could not stand up i couldn't stand up at all and then my wife she's a nurse she sits down they're looking at me and i'm saying i cannot stand up i cannot stand up and so we sat there for like three hours because i could not stand up i could not walk I was completely incapacitated at zero control. They were giving me coffee to drink and everything. Nothing worked. And finally, after about three hours, uh, my son, they half carried me to the car. Now, while I was sitting there, I was paranoid as hell. Because I thought everybody there in that outdoor garden was looking at me and going, you just drank some weed. That shit's illegal back home, ain't it? That's what I thought they were saying to me. And I was just really wigged out, okay? So they got me in the car. They drove around San Francisco playing The Doors and Jimi Hendrix and all that stuff because my son was loving it. But you know, he read that bottle, and he found out he overdosed me. He's talking. I can hear him talking to my wife because you're supposed to have one shot for a 250-pound man, one shot. And it takes anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half to convert from your stomach to your bloodstream. Not 45 seconds, like a shot to kill, hour and a half. So he gave me three times the dose of uh, kenneling. Three times, I overdosed on the stuff. I was totally incapacitated. It was, I was totally out of control of my mind. And then it was so uh, different. I did it again the next day, watched college football, took some more shots, watched it all day. Then Sunday after mass, uh, I did some more of it. We went to the beach. I spent the day at the beach in California on that stuff and uh, never touched it again because when I got home, I went to confession because I knew it was a sin to do it in Alabama because it's against the law. But to do it out there, it wasn't against the law. So I went to confession anyhow, and I said, Father, forgive me for I've sinned, blah, 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 blah. And I said, is, is smoke marijuana a sin? And the priest said, and this is at the cathedral downtown. He says, I don't know. That's a good question. Then he said, it's illegal here, so it's a sin. I said, well, I drank some in liquid form in California where it's legal. Then he said, well, I don't think it's a sin. Now, this is the priest. I said, well, I think it was a sin for me because I was totally, incapacitated I could I mean if there was a if, if my wife was being dragged away to be raped and murdered I, I, I couldn't have done anything I was out of my mind out of control uh I couldn't do anything I wanted to do I couldn't resist anything an old woman could have beat me to de- beat me down I was useless so I think that was a sin that was my experience with Mary Jane to me it is a sin. Now, drink is the same thing. I don't drink anymore. I quit drinking because it was giving me heart trouble. I got AFib. Do I think drinking is a sin? No. Do I think drunkenness is a sin? Yeah, when you get to the point where you're sleeping around with anything with two legs, uh, when you're getting hammered and all that stuff, yes, if it gets to the point where it's affecting your behavior, uh, your self-control, Yeah, it can be a sin. Now, do I think it's a sin to drink a few beers or to have a few uh, tequilas at dinner? No, I don't. But with me, it is because I can't do that. I can't drink one beer. I can't. And I can't have two shots of tequila and call it. I can't do it. I got to have the whole bottle of tequila and I got to have the whole case of beer because when I drink, I drink. So for me, it's a sin. For me, it's a sin. Appreciate the strong conviction that you have and how you hold to them. I feel like it comes down to personal conviction and thoughtful prayer to God about these things. Well, Joshua, you ain't even got to pray about it, okay? Because the Bible says that your body is a temple of God. And if you, with full consent, with full consent, know that what you're going to do with your body can kill you or someone or affect your health, you ain't got to pray about it. There's a lot of things you don't have to pray about. Lord, do I watch this porn film? God, should I get an account to Pornhub, to Asian Dreams, or Barely 18, or, no, I don't have to pray about that. Lord, should I go out with this married woman? No, I ain't got to pray about that. God's revealed, revealed. okay? So tattoos, we'll talk about that later. I was going to talk about tattoos um, because I have lots and lo- my priest is tatted up. My son's tatted up. My dad had 13 tattoos. He told me, "Boy, don't you ever get a tattoo? So I never did. I was in the Marine Corps. never got a tattoo. but we'll talk about that tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Thursday. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Tattoo Thursday. But, uh, Joshua, don't get mad at me, but, um, if something affects your health. Okay. My wife is a hospice nurse you know what hospice is that's where uh you get some kind of disease and they send you home because there's nothing they can do for you unless god intervenes you just you know that's it and a great many of those people on hospice could have not been on hospice had they taken care of themselves it You can argue all you want. Smoking is an addiction. It's an addiction. So is social media. And social media is an addiction. And it's something that um, I struggle with. Now, I struggle with alcohol and eating. So I don't drink at all, period. I haven't, except for going to the beach. I haven't had a drink in almost a year. I just can't touch it. And, um... I don't smoke, I don't dip. I used to dip Copenhagen, I had to quit. Uh, vaping is, I guarantee you they're gonna find, they're gonna tell you years from now, vaping is the worst thing in the world. Uh, my son, One of my kids vaped around, uh, when was it, during the summertime, ended up getting a lung infection, had to go to ER twice. I appreciate you with the redneck, but definitely not Catholic theology. Uh, I didn't say it's Catholic theology, bill i'm just saying um if you're harming yourself then uh if you're doing something to impede your death and you know it then um you know all the word sin means is missing the mark and i didn't say you're sinning against god i said you're sinning against yourself in california they legalized waiting now everyone in the country is addicted yeah it's a wild place no hard feelings understanding the only reason you say these things is the benefit of others. Yeah. People ask, look, I'm no saint. Uh I am no saint at all. And I struggle with every sin there is. But uh people ask me, so I made a YouTube on it. And um I I, I started dipping Copenhagen when I was in the Marine Corps, because everybody did. And I continued when I was a Birmingham police officer till um Eventually, I got tired. But I, I, now let, let me tell you something this. Um, Bill, Bill, okay, and, and Joshua, my brother Hank died a year and a half ago from cancer. It started in his mouth. He dipped Copenhagen, okay. He smoked too, but mostly it was dipping. And I used to fuss at him about dipping all the time because I quit and he ended up getting mouth cancer. And then he ended up getting liver cancer and he died fast. So these people that uh, you can't be temperate with some things. That's like saying, I'm going to be temperate with all, uh, with all. Uh, oh, temp- I just don't bill. If you can uh, smoke two a day for the next 25 years and not end up with cancer or emphysema, more power to you, brother, more power to you. But uh, you just go down there to the, uh, cancer ward and you'll hear a lot of people say that oh uh, they wish they hadn't smoked so you know i'll see you guys tomorrow leave your comments and we'll get back with you tomorrow on tattoos